0: Another Wealth Coffee Chat. <clears throat> Good to see a few guys jumping on already. Good morning to Zaffer and Alison and James and James, Chris, Nick, everyone's there this morning. Great to see you guys. Fantastic uh, to hang out with you on a Thursday. I was going to say Friday. Feels like a Friday to me. <laughs> Friday already. Not yet, Jace. Anyway, there you go. Um, I hope you're all well wherever you are, staying out of mischief. Good to see you, Bob and uh, Luca and Rodney and Nadia. Thanks for jumping on. Quick intros while everything's warming up. Uh, Jason Witten's my name. If you're new, if you're new to the mentoring, or, or if you're new to the lives, give us a shout out in the chat. Say good day. Tell us where you're from. Uh, if you didn't know already, we hang out each uh, each Monday to Friday, uh, normal working day, around about eight clock, 8.05, 8.10, 8, 8.05, Queensland time, New South Wales has just changed, which I said yesterday was a bit annoying, but uh, the daylight savings shifts it to about nine-ish in other states in a few different times. But yeah, uh, we get to chat about property investing. I've been property investing uh, twenty over 20 years, helping property investors across Australia and New Zealand, coaching them to build their property portfolios. Uh, over eighteen professionally and um along the way done a few deals over six thousand I think it's actually closer to seven thousand now um with a bunch of people Learned a few things and each day we we share hey nadia great to see you dialing in from the sunny state of queensland. fantastic to see you mate um hang around this is usually uh, uh you know maybe a fifteen to 20-minute morning chat, just touch a base, and then our mentoring coaching calls on Fridays every month, and we have two uh, learning, teaching, mentoring nights each month, so uh, plenty of information, support, and education available, so welcome, and Selena, you're new from Brisbane, fantastic, good to see you, what's going on in the world today, good good question, Heidi, good question, what's going on in the world today? um <laughs> is apra stomping around again let's uh let's dive in and have a bit of a chat about what um what is going on with the world today um apra stomping around uh, regulators clamping down uh which is a pain in the neck but you know uh, is it really an issue and we're going to have a bit of a chat about that today and I'm going to bring you some um some further stuff about this team so uh, as we go through the next uh few weeks just to see what it looks like uh it's not our first rodeo we've been here before <coughs> whether it's apra whether it's um credit crunches whether it's gfc's whatever it has been or will be uh for all of us we know that uh, uh this thing's a marathon not a sprint like i say, like i say often uh we have a saying around here and this idea of building a property investment portfolio is about buying well and never sell. And Stephen, uh, sounds like you did one of your first ones the other day, yesterday. Spotswood, mate, we'll be neighbours. I've got one in there too. Uh, that's a cracking little deal. I think that is an absolute um, um, absolute long-term winner as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, yeah, mate, uh, well done. Jeff's making a Bit of dough in crypto, she's a wild world. That one, Jeff. Good to see you took a bit of profit, mate. It's uh, you never go broke t- taking a profit. <laughs> That's what I always say. You don't go broke taking taking a profit. Anyway, let's talk about Apra. Apra. Um, you know these these blacks, these turkeys. Anyway, what's going on? A uh, little bit of restrictions um being imposed on the lending institutions. Uh, and what do we know so far? Okay. What do we know about APRA and uh, what they've done? But let's just put it in a bit of context at the moment. You know, is there a real issue um, out and about? And uh, somebody already said over here, uh, Jeff said it as well, and you know, probably going to hurt the 1st home buyers um, as we go. That is accurate and true. It, it, this is going to limit the owner-occupiers uh, in in – in the most, in the harshest way because uh, as an owner-occupier, you don't have rental income or, or or tax add-backs to your serviceability. You guys know this. When you buy an investment property, your servicing includes the rent you're expecting to get or a percentage of the rent anyway, depending on the lender. And, and sometimes they'll allow you to add back some of the uh, tax deductions that you're going to get, which increases your income. So it, it will... Um, it will affect, I believe, and many others do as well, um, the first home buyers. Because if you look at this, we've had a pretty significant um, increase in the world of first home buyer owner occupier demand. Same happened with the stimulation back in uh, the two oh th- uh, the late two thousands, early two thousand and tens, where the government you know, used the blunt but useful stimulus of giving away free money so people would buy houses, people would buy properties. Um, And uh, if you saw for quite a while, you know, a reasonable chunk of time, let's call it, you know, seven to eight years, seven to eight years, there was a large chunk of first-home buyers, millennials, you know, whatever you want to call it. Interest was reasonably expensive, et cetera, et cetera. We had a sort of perfect storm over here. You guys know this. We've been uh, experiencing it for 18 months. But, uh, you know, have a look at the investors. Investors aren't, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, you know, even back to where we had, you know, uh, lows after the GFC, ladies and gents. So, you know, investors are not the prime target of the slowdown, uh, this slowdown APRA um, conversation. You know, interest rates right now, if you have a look at this, you know, since 2009, boom, it's down. And you guys have experienced this. If you've been in the mentoring program for a while, you know, some of, uh, some of us have been um, together in the mentoring program since the early 2000s. We've seen some interesting things together, haven't we? Um, so here's where we find ourselves. Low interest rates, low interest rates, and volumes of existing dwellings, um, you know, uh, sales in Australia. Oh, Again, I showed this the other day. I'll, I'll redraw in this kind of this, uh, this chart. Um, volumes of existing sales. Make that a little bit easier to see if we can. Um, volumes of of existing sales, the existing properties in Australia have uh, have done significantly uh, well, and we're up record sales of existing properties because we've had a you know a build up of um, buyers, low interest rates, etc. So we find ourselves here the government, the APRA, whoever wants to cool things off. I think personally it's quite premature, but, uh, you know, who knows? So let's have a bit of a chat about will this affect us as property investors? Um, And so let's have a little quick look at the servicing calculators based in the world of lending. And I'm not going to do something significant here like, you know, get down to the nitty-gritty, but when we have a look at the amount of interest a lender will calculate that you can afford, tell me folks, is it, you know, tell me right now, chuck chuck it in the chat for me. What what interest rate can you get on a regular owner-occupier loan right now? T- tell me, you know, off the bat, just something reasonable there's something regular straight 180 you know what's an interest rate that that we can get out there in the marketplace because it's pretty low it's pretty low so tell me chuck it in the chat what are you guys been seeing or what uh, as an owner occupier not investment at this point Alison's saying two percent two to three percent yep yeah 2.2 so yeah right now we've got interest rates between two and three percent for owner occupiers now that's you know, probably principal and interest, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, some are even, you know, lower, you know, like Nick and Jeff are saying, you know, 1.99%, unbelievable. Money's almost free. <laughs> Alex just refinanced to 1.99. Um, you know, you can get, you know, honeymoon periods of one, two, three years. You can get interest only, uh, not interest only, you can get um, fixed interest, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's pretty inexpensive. So. What, um, what happens when the lenders calculate your ability to pay for this? Are they doing a calculation, can, let's say, can Alex, can Alex afford 2% payment? Is that what happens when the banks, the lenders calculate Alex's ability to, um, to borrow? Okay, is that what happens? And the answer is no. They don't calculate it at two percent. They don't do that. Okay, so they have a uh, they have a servicing calculator. Um, yep, and uh, Alison's there. You know, let's call it a rough figure at this point in time of five percent. So even though Alex is paying two percent, I hope you don't mind me using your uh, you as an example, Alex. Um, Thanks for sharing. Thanks for volunteering. <laughs> but you know, uh, so Alex is paying two percent. So this is the real cash. Uh, but on paper, he had to be able to afford five percent. Okay, so that's that's how it works. It's not. Uh, it's not uh, the two percent interest rate. APRA is not talking about raising interest rates or anything like that. What they are talking about and what they have done, a small move at this point, and I'll bring you guys a little bit more details about what this looks like. Uh, the conversation is that now Alex needs to be able to um, afford 5.5 as a servicing, not 5. Okay, so 0.05 of it. Increase in the servicing calculation. Now that's not significant, folks. Um, it's not significant. Certainly not for investors because what happens with investors if our servicing um, or our expenses increase a bit? What can we do? What will happen? Right now, it's coming um, as maybe the the market cools a bit. It won't reduce it. It's it's there's going to be some pretty significant increases in supply right now um, to reduce uh, any like market values. Yep, Jeff's boom, all over it, right on it. The rents are going to come up. So we as property investors, we can put our rents up. And the reason we'll be able to do that is because I've been talking about this for ages, we've got a significant, significant, insane undersupply of construction of property uh, on the whole, Uh, the – existing property market has been absorbed by you know lots of people coming into the market and, and so on. Um, so it's quite interesting at the moment. So there's an opportunity for us to understand will this affect us significantly as property investors? No, not much at all. You know maybe our servicing might go from six hundred to five fifty. Um, but as a proper, as a owner occupier we don't, uh, an owner-occupied doesn't have rent. They don't have tax back, okay? And so even a small 0.05% increase will affect them a little bit more significantly, okay? Um, and then um, um, the idea that that will cool maybe the existing property market purchasing, etc. will be perfectly fine. Um, there's no issues with that. I certainly believe right now in most existing property markets um when you're competing with the owner occupier that there's a premium being paid because there's not enough stock okay there's not enough properties so you know uh it's probably a little bit on the high end for the pricing right now for my liking um in the existing Competing with an owner occupier, okay, so that's that's a challenge often because owner occupiers want the thing, they're in love with it. Us as property investors, we like it. It's it's important to um um want to own the property for a long time, but they, it's got to make money sense as well. Um, so you know that's always a bit challenging. So there you go. Yeah, Jeff, you know uh, <laughs> there'll be lots and lots of uh, interesting information about oversupply of units in Melbourne today. Well. This is the interesting thing about, you know, these conversations. Uh, You know, are we talking about a suburb? Are we talking about a whole city? Are we talking about a whole state? Are we talking about, you know, a whole country? Are we talking about a style of property? You know, those sorts of things. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't be listening to 7 Melbourne, that's for sure. That's, um, you know, that's an interesting one. (laughs) As, as As you already know, Jeff, yeah, they can carry on like a bunch of pork chops. You know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, supply, demand, there's nothing you can do about those metrics. And um, you, as a property investor, decide to purchase in locations that you want to own these properties for a long time. You know, get established in a property. One of the good things about a supply market, you know, uh sort of 2014, 15, 16 in Brisbane, there was quite a lot of supply. And you could buy extremely well pricing wise and location to the city. Uh, And if you were to go up there now, um, and there was a, you know, we did a lot of, you know, uh, investing in Brisbane in those times. um, Go and try and replicate that purchase now. That location in in Brisbane, you're miles away. So supply and demand, both sides of that coin, are useful. You just need to understand how to use it as a property investor as you go. So there you go, team. Don't stress out about this APRA stuff. Uh, It is what it is going to be. Uh, At this point, this is applying to banks only, to banks only. Uh, It probably will spread a little bit further afield at some point. But again, like Jeff said and, and, and many others, it's going to affect owner occupiers, first home buyers more than investors. We have the ability to manage other expenses with our rents, um, and they will go up in the right areas, in good quality areas where there's demand, people want to live, et cetera. You guys know the drill buy well, never sell high quality, flight to quality um, as we go. So, there you go, team. That's what we know so far. Nothing to be stressed about at this point in time. As always, you always got to have, uh, you know, a little bit of extra buffer and and those things um, up your sleeve. Um, but we'll always be uh, ahead of this game, as we do in the mentoring program and with your support or with your coaches' support and your team support, your six star team support. We're always going to be out there making sure we get you accurate information in a timely manner, and that's what these morning chats are all about. So great to have you guys hanging out again this morning hope that makes sense hope that uh, we'll'll uh, we'll, um, give you some information to mull over um, and um, I think uh, I think we'll be rolling as always Alison, reach out to your coach mate um i I, I think with the quality of the property you've invested in I think a short from a loan to value ratio evaluation evaluation issue is not going to be um, something you need to worry about, um, but uh, that servicing stuff, you know, uh, it does, it does, um, it does uh, worry some people. But Alison, on the flip side, remember this one: that uh, your while you're owning this property now and it's being constructed, your rents are actually receiving increases. So maybe the rent that you got a quote on, you know, maybe your rent will be better um, eventually. As that market adjusts for supply and demand, also, so there could be some upside there. Um, but uh, as always, that's what your team's all about. Lean on the team, you know, get support, get strategies, get tactics, and uh, you guys will, uh, you know, benefit from that long term. All right, gang, I'm just rabbiting on now. <laughs> uh, you guys stay well. Wealth coffee chat done. My daughter bought me this coffee cup, by the way. Um, <laughs> Nice to know she thinks highly of me. Um, Yeah, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done. You guys stay out of trouble until we chat tomorrow, Friday. Take care. Bye for now.